Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belial. And it left the media. Why they would give this man a podcast is anyone's guess. And there is what could only be a bizarre coincidence or something else. Welcome to the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belial. Track drunk and stupid is no way to go through life, so. Country music and fine moonshine. You look like the vermin-ridden son of a bitch you are. A podcast for everyone. Everyone in the good old USA and all around the world. Over there, over there, send the word, send the word over there. Quality booze and country music at its best. So you're saying, can you set my country music award on fire? The music, nice and loud. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to 11. 11, exactly. You can email the show at bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. That's bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. It's just swimming with bow-legged women. All social media can be found at Boots and Whiskey Podcast. The show is great, even if you're sober. Well... My advice to you... Start drinking heavily. Jim loves his music and his whiskey. A real woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. This is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Great music, great booze, and fun, even for you non-drinkers. Y'all want to drink whiskey? <laughs> I'd like a Coca-Cola in a clean glass. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots? Ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking. One of these days these boots are gonna walk all over you. And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. Thank you all so much for joining us today. Today we have a very special episode with my good friend Taylor O'Connor. Taylor is a local from Massachusetts. Um, grew up right down the street from me. Um, absolute sweetheart. Now living in Nashville, doing her thing. Absolutely killing it. Can't wait for you to hear this episode. As always, um, I want to thank American Grit and Grace, Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company, Rowdy Roads, Afterglow Boutique. Thank you all so much for everything you've done and all the love and everything that goes with it um so we're starting to wind down season one um still quite a few episodes left to go in season one but it is december now and all recordings for season one will be over as of december 30th so there could be a push to get all of the episodes out by the first of the year um so there might be a little break there between season one and season two um season two is going to start recording in mid mid to late january give everybody some time off and and all that and uh be able to prep and get some good stuff out for you um so without further ado my dear friend taylor o'connor well hello taylor hello how are you i'm good how are you 
Good. I'm glad you can yeah. hear me. Okay, I did yeah. it right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, it's so nice to finally connect with you and have a conversation. I know. I'm so excited. I can talk to you now on the phone. It's been like, yeah. I feel like a month. <laughs> right. it's, it feels like it's been forever. <laughs> um, you know, it's really nice to talk to somebody from right down 122. So that's also a lot of fun. Yeah, I know. It was crazy how that worked out. Yeah, yeah, like, like that totally took me by surprise on how close you're actually from me, or yes. grew up from me. Definitely. My dad said the last name sounded familiar. I don't know, maybe like sports or something like growing up, maybe like your dad or something. Someone it, yeah, it, it could be because, you know, my parents are, um, you know, from the area. You know, my right. father was always in the town I, I currently live in and, you know, being regionalized and all that, it was... You know, it's it's a small town. Everybody knows. Yes, <laughs> that's true. Um, but yeah, so you know, let let's talk about you and how how you got into this whole thing and where you're going and what you're doing and yeah, and all that. So I'm going to turn it over to you and you have yourself a time. Yeah. So pretty much, it started out through theater when I was in the second grade. My mom threw me into a play. I don't think I like had any objections either, but um, I didn't. I wasn't good at gymnastics. I wasn't finding like a, like my own little niche or anything like that. And so I think my mom stumbled upon it somehow, like in the town. And she was like, let's try this, I guess. <laughs> and so I did that. And for the first couple of years of doing that, I was super shy. Um, so I never like could really audition for any roles where I would have like solos or anything. So I was more of like a background um, person is what really got me into the whole like music thing and um it took me a lot longer maybe until I was like 14 ish to realize that you could do music apart from theater so I always was like I love to sing I'm gonna do theater I want to do theater and all that so once I realized that you could kind of separate that then that's where I started kind of making my own um like artistry you could say and I started like you know performing at little coffee shops just like two acoustic songs here and there and then I built up to doing like um and now that's here in Nashville I moved here um I it is two years technically but I say only like one and a half because I did go home for a while out with my family like kind of like everyone else did um so year and a half two years whatever you want to say um but yeah, so since I've moved down here, I've been able to um, meet some cool people and do some writing down here. Um, and so I guess the goal is, the goal when I moved here was obviously to be like my own singer, songwriter, um, artist, or just be a songwriter. But now that I've been here for a little while and like seeing more of like the um, inner workings of like how the music business is, I would be so like happy if I could just like get a job in the music business like at all. Mm-hmm. And, like, to be able to, like, you know, survive and just, like, pay my bills forever doing like this, I guess wherever I can end up is cool. But the main goal is to be, you know, my own artist and stuff and also write for other people. Yeah, and that's great. You know, that's it's a great to have a goal like that, you know, and and it's nice that you're kind of open to whatever door opens for you. Yeah, I thought, you know what I mean? Like, if I don't have, like, a this has to be the way it turns out, then I can't be disappointed. You know what I mean? Like, right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, I'm just so not, I've learned this the past couple of years trying to find jobs here and there, have money while I'm doing the whole singer songwriter thing. And I just have learned that I'm not a nine to five person at all. Mm -hmm. I am just, so I just wouldn't, um, 
I don't know, I think, like, the more of, like, a, I guess, like, nightlife and, like, events and things like that and just, like, stuff like that, I guess, is more my vibe now. And now I know that. So I'm like, you know what? Whatever it can lead me to, I'm down. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, so what what drove you to, you know, pack up everything and, and move to Nashville with, you know, everybody still being here? Yeah, so I um, was going to dream. I was like, that was actually the only college that, to. I was like, I'm either going to get into Berkeley and go to Berkeley or I don't know what I'm going to do. That's the only thing that I could like see myself doing. Um, so I was like, I have to get in. I have to do this. And like, usually whenever I've auditioned for things in the past couple of like past years, I was always like, oh, I don't know about that. But just for some reason, when I left the Berkeley audition, I was like, I think it's meant to be. I think I'm meant to go here, which I question that many times is the reason why I ended up here. So once I was going to school there, I knew it wasn't going to be easy by any means or anything, but I didn't know actually how hard it was going to be for someone like me who had no um, musical background, like in the way of like reading, like real training, I guess. Like I just kind of like would hear things and then like learn how to play it and stuff like that. And so I did my first year and um, I started in like the basic lower, lower classes and I had a couple of tutors and like there was just some things that I wasn't getting. And not that I didn't care about it, but it was like, I don't want to compose um, sheet music. I don't want to be doing this. I just want to be like writing songs and performing like that's what I want to do. But it was like you had to get through this certain amount of classes to get to this, to be able to sign up for that. And it was like I just had like kind of a moment during my like third semester right in the very beginning where I was like, oh, my God. I'm going to be in college until I am 30,000 years old. And then when am I going to be able to go out there and just do this? And then I was like, you know, and I had one teacher there and she was so cool. And um, we just would talk all the time. And she kind of pushed me in the direction of like, um, like, you know, you, you could be, um, cause I wanted to, I had music business as I think, my major and she was like you know you could move to Nashville you know if you because I went into the office telling her like I want to be a songwriter and like I want to like write songs like I don't want to be in a classroom anymore and like all it took was like just somebody being like you know you technically could do that and I was like oh you're right I guess I'm gonna drop out and do it (laughs) I got sick of being at a desk I guess is what you can say which like maybe I you know gave up too quickly whatever everything happens for a reason but um yeah, I just was like, I don't want to have to get through this class to do that, um, to do this, to then be able to qualify for that and sit here and do 9,000 years of school just because I didn't want to. I mean, that's some people love that, but just not me. So I was like, I'm, I'm done. I can't do this. Yeah, no. And, you know, sometimes it just takes that one person to be like, you know what, just go. Not in a yeah. bad way, not in a negative way, but like, just Literally. go. Do yeah. it. Literally. And like, I think about her all the time. And I'm like, so thankful for that moment. I was like, yes, like, I don't need to. And and like, of course, like when I gave in my paper of like resign, like, you know, I was like, Oh, my God, what am I doing? Like, am I going to regret this? And I'm really nervous. But I was like, I guess I'll never know unless I do it. Right. Now, how did your parents take to that? You said, hey, I'm going to drop out of college. I know, right? They (laughs) at first, my mom was like, I'll actually never forget this moment. My mom I was more telling my mom about everything because it was like, I wasn't sure. So it was kind of like, do I want to drop out and move or do I want to stay or do I want to do online or do I want to do whatever? So um, I was like, I'm just going to call a friend who lives and just like talk to them for a little while. And after that, I'm just going to sit. 
I was thinking too, like I would finish the entire year out. But once I was like thinking like, okay, I'm going to go give in my paper resignation at the end of this year. I was like, what's the point? Because I won't have a degree anyway, another semester. So I was like, I guess I should drop out now and try to find a job. And so, so I could save money to move here. And so I told them that. And um, right after I told my mom, I was like, it's for sure. I want to move here. And my mom just replied. I know with like a heart, I knew that already. And like, they were act- so supportive of it. And they were like, just do what you want. I mean, just cause That's I guess awesome. the degree I wanted, you know, didn't guarantee me a job anyways. Cause I would have right. gotten a degree in songwriting though. That would have been great to have an actual degree. It's just like, it doesn't guarantee you anything. So I was like telling them that and they were like, you're not wrong. And I was telling them too, like, I can always go back because Berkeley has a, um, I don't know if it's an official like policy policy, but once you're in, you're in forever. So like I could re-enroll tomorrow if I really wanted. Oh, okay. So yeah. So also knowing that I was like, okay, I probably wouldn't have to like, like, I think you have to go and like redo like your audition, but like you're already in yeah. the school. So yeah. it's like, um, that also was like, made me feel like, well, if worse comes to worse, I can always move home and go back like, oh, well. Right, right. Now, now, have you thought of, you know, if you were decided to decide to go back, would you go to Belmont now at this point because you're already there? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Just because, yeah. I mean, or even do like a Berkeley online, but I wouldn't um, go back to move back home. I'm probably yeah. going to stay in Nashville for ever now. I just really yeah. like love the city, regardless of, you know, how things turn out for me. It's just um, the city's more of like um, my vibe living in the city. Like when I lived in Boston for a year, um, I just, it was like, there was, you couldn't, it's easy, like not as far. And then like just in 10 minutes in Nashville, you can be in like the huge downtown or then you can be in like the, what looks like a suburb in like six right. minutes. Yeah. It, you know, we had, had you been to Nashville before you moved there or did you just go on a, on a whim? I went twice before I moved here. I actually went right before the, um, the month before I started college at Berkeley and I was only going to move there yeah yeah it's it's funny that you say that about nashville because you know my wife and i we went there for our honeymoon and we said kind of like the same thing where it was like you know as much hustle and bustle and how big this city has gotten over the last few years like it was just easy it was so easy to get around it is and it's so fun and like there's just always like awesome stuff to do and like i don't know my parents just you know every time i go home to my parents i'm like i'm bored here now (laughs) right yeah, you know, and, and it's funny because it's like, you know, I work in Cambridge and, right. you know, to get down Mass Ave, even to get to the Pike, sometimes is 20 minutes. Yeah, it's such you a know, Yeah, it sucks so much. But, um, but yeah, so, so you've, you've been doing this professionally, you could say for what, two, three years in a, in a professional manner? Yeah. Or have you been doing it longer than that? I guess I would say like, maybe three, four, I would probably say like the end of like senior year of high school is kind of where I was like, well, obviously this is my career because I'm going to college for this. So like, that's when I would like, I started to get more like gigs, not just like once every, like, you know, a couple months I'd have one. Like I started to have like gigs where it was like, I was doing like a quote unquote little tour and stuff. Like just like, didn't even really call it that, but just like I had like a bunch of gigs that I was doing throughout the summer and things like that. So yeah, I guess I would say like four years now. Nice. And you know, it, it, it's crazy to hear that because you have, su- 
you know, for what you've released, you have such a voice and such a talent that thank you. You sound you're welcome. You sound like you've been literally doing it professionally for way longer than that. That's really cool that you say that. I, I appreciate that so much. I mean, I guess technically I've been like I did take vocal lessons when I was um I think f- I could have been 14, 15 when I started them. Yeah. Um and those were super cool and um even just like I think as you get older too younger I like would like I go back now and listen to videos and I'm like oh I don't even sound like that anymore. Like this is yeah. crazy. Yeah, you know, it's funny cuz like how do you do you listen back to your stuff or do you just kind of do it and let it go? Um, honestly, it depends. So, like, if I'm going to be, like, I'll tell you, like, my if I'm going to record a cover for Instagram or something, I will sit there for, like, sometimes two hours and record it and listen back. That one slight note was wrong and I'll redo it. I'll be like, I think that one felt right. I'm good. And I'll just post it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny because, like, somebody had asked me, I think my wife did. She goes, do you listen to your episodes? And I go, no. And she's right. like, well, why not? And I go, because I can't, like, it's done. <laughs> it's already been, you know, I can't change yes. it. So literally, you, you know, even if there was a question that I should have asked or wanted to ask and didn't, it's like, what, what good is it going to do me? That's true. You know, so. That's a good point. Um, so I, I don't listen back to my stuff. I, I have, I think I've listened to like one or two back, but, and that's only because they, um, you know, I talked to like Merle Haggard's bus driver or, you know, right, something right, right. along those lines where it was yes. like, I really want to hear that again. Not that yes. I don't want to hear them all again, but it's something like know. that, though. That's super crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I want to talk about your your latest release. Um, yeah. I'll see you around. Yeah, um, that one. I wrote that with my friend Zoe, and um, that was the first person I ever did a like co-write here in Nashville with so she's super mm-hmm. special to me in that way where it was like that was the first ever like what I moved here for to co-write and meet these people and um I met her through another mutual friend and when we scheduled it I was like oh my gosh like this is crazy and so that wasn't even the song we wrote but once um after I started writing with her a couple more I was like I definitely want my first release to be something I did with her because she you know took a chance on me right when I moved here and let me write with her and like all that. And so it took us like a year actually to like write it. Um, I got the idea for it and I knew I wanted to write it with her because we had, I think a similar idea. Maybe I'm getting it, it wrong. So it was a while ago now, but um, during the first, I will, I guess there is only one <laughs> um, pandemic, but um, the beginning, yeah. like the very, very, like I think April 2020 um, because I yeah. went back home to my parents um, and nothing against my family it was great but every once in a while you know I'd get bored and I'd want to go on like a drive or something and I was driving and I was at town and I remembered this story of like this guy that I knew and like he got into like a little tiny fender bender right there and I was like thinking about it and I was like I don't even really care about him anymore but why is that what I still see when I pull up to this red light yeah and so I took that and was like, in a way where it's like, uh, I mean, it's so long ago now, who cares? But like, I was like, I'm probably always going to see him in certain little things just because of what I remember from him and stuff. And so I was like, that's annoying. I'm literally always going to be seeing him around. Yeah. Well, that that's awesome. That's, I mean, that, you know, that's a cool little, Thanks. you know, way, way to get, get to that, you know, to the song and, you know, really is absolutely fantastic. And Thank you. 
You're welcome. So do you have, do you have more things to release? I mean, I know this yes. one just came out, right? But, you know, yes, I'm, I'm eager for more. And I'm <laughs> sure there's plenty of other people that are too. Yeah, yeah, I love to hear that. I did just record another one. Um, I guess I won't say the name yet. And so that's going to come out. I'm hoping um, in mid and then mm-hmm. um, I actually just recorded some Christmas stuff. So that's going to be coming out December 10th. Um, and after that, I'm going to, I'm hoping next year to kind of keep releasing a bunch of singles. So I'm going to go in the studio to record my third one before the second's even out just to keep, you know, get, so that I can just keep pumping them out. Yeah. Yeah. Now, will there, once you've pumped out a few, will you put, put them together as an EP or... I haven't decided Have yet if I want to do a bunch of singles and then an EP or like a couple of singles, an EP. Singles. So I still have to decide on that. Um, but I'm not sure yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Now, so when you were playing around here and doing little, little things, mm-hmm. what did that look like? Where were you playing? And do you have any hope? or plan to take your originals and bring them back here and do, you know, I don't want to say a, a tour, but, you know, do some stops and some dates, especially with family here, like, you know, holidays or whatnot, it would be easy to do. Yes. I definitely want to, not this year, just cause I'm like, I'm a little late on it, but yeah. I would love to do something at city winery in Boston. So I'm going to try to do that for next year. Okay. Um, and then there were a couple like, little bars that I played at a bunch. Like I played at the dolphin a lot and I want, I always forget if it's in Framingham or Natick because I always never know which one I'm in when I'm driving yeah. through them. Both. Yeah. They're, they're pretty they're much the same, same. place. Um, so I played, yeah. Framingham. Right. And then it's like, mm. um, <laughs> yeah. but then I, um, I also played, um, I always get the name of this wrong too. The townhouse tavern in Grafton, which is the, t- I'm mean, in mm-hmm. the center of town and I love it there. It's really cute. Um, and yeah, I feel like I'm forgetting a bunch of them. Oh, um, Lock 50 in Worcester. So yeah, I would love to reach out to them to maybe, you know, kind of set some stuff up for the spring because I kind of want to um, plan another trip to come home just to see some family when the weather is nicer just because I am only coming home for Christmas. Yeah. So um, when I would do that, I would play some three hour sets just by myself acoustically and just play a bunch of covers. And I would throw in some originals here and there. And like, I would take requests and do all that type of stuff. Um, just kind of more chill sets yeah yeah now um do you have a band on standby if there was a full band show no and that's something that i'm trying to work on which i always say where am i gonna find a band i'm like i literally live in nashville <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you did literally throw a rock and hit an right? old band if you want literally so i'm waiting until after the new year and then i'm on this page that i'm part of it's called like yep it's I always get this wrong too. I get everything wrong. Young entertainer professionals and just see if I could like hold some tryouts just so I could meet some new people um, just yeah. to have like a um, constant band. But there are a couple people I know that like if I needed to do something like acoustically that I could get like another guitar player and then like a drummer for. But if I, I want like a band that's for me all the time, I do have to, um, I think, start looking into that on a bigger scale. Yeah. Yeah. Now, where are you playing in town? When and, and for everybody that listens, whenever I always say Nashville because yes. majority mm-hmm. of the artists I've been talking to are from Nashville now. So. Right. Which is so cool. Um, yeah. I usually play. At, I play at the do- at Doghouse a lot. 
Um, I, well, I played a couple times at the list, which was super cool. Um, this that I wanted to play at when I moved here. Um, yeah. There's Cabana Taps, all just like the little places around, like sort of on Demumbrian or um, in Midtown and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny you say Midtown because I hear that that, that spot, you know, the Midtown yeah. section of Nashville is, you know, when you want that real, I, and I say that, you know, it sounds disrespectful, but that real, you know, singer, songwriter, country artist feel like that's where to go. Yeah. You know, lower, lower Broadway is great if you want the party scene, but if you're going there mm-hmm. for a real off, Midtown is where to go. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, and I, and I, I, I kind of hear that from everybody, you know, it's yeah. not just a, you know, a thing to say. I mean, the downtown places are great, but you know, if you're right. Looking, they're really, if you're, you're right though. They're more of the party scene with the band, yeah. the live bands and all that, which is super fun. Yeah. Um, went downtown recently, but yeah, you're definitely right about that. And too, with the listening room, like I always tell people like when anyone's like, where should I go? I'm like, you need to go to the listening room. It's so cool. It's just like, a showcase for songwriters and it's just so fun. Have you ever been there? I haven't. You know, when my wife and I went for our honeymoon, we stayed mm-hmm. we stayed at a Marriott not far from the Bluebird. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. uh, and we never went into the Bluebird either because it was just, you know, I, I know. didn't I think don't about it never when it came to the to, Um so we stayed there and then, you know, everything we did was pretty much downtown, lower Broadway. Yeah. Um, and that sort of thing, which was still great, you know, but. Um, well, if you ever come you back, know, hopefully I'll be playing then and you can come. Yeah, back. oh, hell yeah. You know, we, we talk That's about fun. it all the time about, you know, if, if this podcast continues to roll the way it has, like trying to do something and getting down there next fall. Yeah, and, uh, that'd be awesome. You know, kind of trying to get the people I've talked to together and, you know, meet face to face and yeah, absolutely. just, just see fun. what's going on. Yeah, and do a little like, I think we can even do like a live or something on. Yeah. Uh, Cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I've got I've got a few few more things for you. Yeah, for sure. Um, now, with with what you're doing and everything you've got, um, are you are you taking this one step at a time, or do you have like, you know, in five years I want to be here, in ten years I want to be here, in a year I want to be here, or are you just kind of taking it as it comes right now? I'm sort of taking it as it comes right now. I mean, I have some, like, I guess I don't put a year on it, but there's, like, certain mm-hmm. things I have in my head that's, like, I have to do that. I have to play there. Like, not an option type thing. Even if I'm, like, an opener, I have to play at this venue. Like, not in a morbid way, but before I die, I have to do these things. Right. Um, so there are a couple things like that. Um, but mostly I'm trying to just, like, be as like taking whatever I can get in the best way whereas like just so that whatever happens and wherever this path takes me it's a positive thing and like it'll always be a cool story and like I always just never like expected anything so that like whatever happens can like be so fun and exciting yeah absolutely now what what are some of those places that you have on the bucket yeah for list sure to play? so I really want to play um obviously like the TD Garden and all of those places the Xfinity Center um on the main stages like even if it was as an opener for somebody but like on the main stage I think would be so amazing and cool um just because like that's where I grew up watching like the Bieber 
the Jonas Brothers, all of them. Like, so, like, that would be so. And after the just 9,000 times, Madison Square Garden is on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then also, Seen like, it. Bridgestone now because I live here, like, places like that. Also, then places like the Bluebird. Yeah. In places like that. There's a bunch of, like, just like little things or like, even in my own head to where I'm like, I would love one day if like, <laughs> this is so funny. I would love one day if like Ryan Seacrest said my name. Yeah. No, <laughs> like ha- things have like you, that. Have you ever thought of going that route and trying your hand at the, you know, the idols and the voices of the world? Yeah, I've done all the auditions for those. And a lot of oh, the time okay. they a story, which I'm okay with that. Because if that's, if that means that like, you know, my life is kind of boring in a way where like, I don't have any tragedies happen. And stuff like right. that, that's fine. I'll take it. Fine. Don't put me on the <laughs> damn show. <laughs> Isn't that funny? You don't have a story. Like, right? You, you're super talented, but, you know, you don't come from hardship, so. Right. It's that. like, so you can leave. <laughs> <laughs> right. We'll see you later. <laughs> right. And also, granted, I did do it in the, like, a couple times I did it, I was younger, and I'm sure that it was not great. Like, in the beginning of high school, like, singing Alicia Keys yeah. as if I was her or myself. So it wasn't right. fantastic. So didn't expect it, but in the same sense to where I was like, that was the reason I don't have a story? That's not fair. Right, right, yeah. right. I'd, ra- I'd rather you tell me something like I suck rather than you. Oh, right, you I know, right? <laughs> that's so true. Oh, man, that's too funny. Um so a couple more things so you can get on with your day. I know I know you're busy and stuff. So I, I again I appreciate your time here today. And I know yeah, it's I'm so been, happy to be on. Uh, yeah, I know it's been crazy with our schedule. So I, I you know, I'm I so happy we got a time. There. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you know, because it's the Boots and Whiskey podcast, um, I always ask about, you know, your favorite pair of boots and your favorite brand of uh, whiskey. So if you have either of those, what would they be? Okay, so for boots, I don't even, I guess I don't even wear boots, so I guess I can't do that one. But whiskey, I do like Jack Daniels, but I'm not a huge whiskey drinker. Okay. So why? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I, you know I wasn't I mean? I don't... a whiskey drinker until recently. Yeah, yeah, Jack Daniels is have... go to. Yeah, I like, like the Jack Honey. My uncle drinks Whistle Pig. Yeah, yeah, I hear that's really good. Yeah, which I've heard that that's cool, but those are like the only two names that I know of. Um, we actually want to get into whiskey, but like it, for me, it's so hard to drink. And I'm like, but it looks so cool. Yeah, yeah, you so, know, it's funny because like I started recently with the whiskey thing and it was the same thing for me. Like I just couldn't, I just couldn't. Right. <laughs> and, um, you know, we went to, there's a place down in, I want I forget where it is. It's like Stoughton, Rehoboth, that area. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's pretty much a whiskey bar restaurant. And we went That's there cool. for dinner one night and I was like, well, I, I'm here. I might as right. well try something. So like ever since then, I think it was just the way it was prepared. It was just like, oh, I have found what I like. Right. And, yeah. Um, but yeah. So do you have a drink of choice if it's not whiskey? I mean, I know you're super young and I'm sure you don't have a lot of experience in this sort of thing. But... I love, um, I love <laughs> Tito's. I love any cocktail with Tito. Um, oh, nice. Lately I have been getting into tequila. I hated tequila like right when I turned 21, but I have been getting yeah. into that lately. So I do love Casamigos as well. Nice. So I would probably nice. either do like, I like plain just like Tito's soda water or, I do love sometimes Tito's and pineapple and then 
a margarita with Casamigos or Patron. Nice. Nice. Now, do you have a favorite spot in town to go with your friends or whatever just to hang out? Yeah, I have a couple spots that I love so much. One of my favorite places is um, this. Um, I'm actually wearing a shirt with the name on it right now. It's um, a moonshine distillery called Yeehaw. Um, okay. And they have Old Smoky Moonshine, which like they sell it in Massachusetts and stuff. Um, but I think the first one was in is in Gatlinburg, but um, it's just a cute little like distillery and they have like a little hot chicken truck and then they have their own food that they serve. And they have what my favorite part is, is they have a moonshine tasting. That's like, I forget the prices have changed a couple of times. So it's like either 10 to $12 and you get a free beer at the end and it equals to like three and a half shots and it's of moon. Every time yeah. we go there, it's the same thing to like buy a drink. Sort of like we might as right. well do the tasting. <laughs> right absolutely so i love it there and i also do um i love live oak and then um i don't go there a, a lot but one of my favorite drinks i love cider and there's a cider place here called diskin cider mm-hmm. um that is really cool too over there and they also have this really cool drag brunch that's fun oh that sounds like a lot of fun yeah so it's super yeah. cool there's a bunch of cool spots obviously <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I I can't wait to get back, especially now after talking to so many people from down there. It's yeah. like you I'll know, send you like a list of places. Yeah, sounds like you good. Go. Well, you know, you know, I thank you again so much for your time. It's been really fun getting to know you and you know hearing your story and how you've gotten to where you are now. And I can't wait to see you know what else you do and all of that and everything that comes with it. Thank you so much. It's so nice to be on, and thank you for the support. With my Absolutely. song and everything, I appreciate it so much. Yeah, anytime. And then, you know, as things come up, you know, let me know. and Yeah, for sure. You know, we'll get them out there. And, you know, if there's something big or, you know, that you're doing and you want to talk about, you know, at any time, just let me know. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I appreciate awesome. it. Awesome. Well, well, Taylor, thank you so much for your time. I can't tell you again, that, you know, I know I said it a million times, but thank you so much for your, for your time and telling us your story. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. And we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get together soon at some point, either when you come up here to visit everybody yes. or, you know, when we get down there and yes, do that thing. Definitely. Cool. Awesome. Well, we'll, we'll talk soon. All right. I'll talk to you later. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Well, there you have it, everyone. Taylor O'Connor. Taylor, thank you so much for being on the show. It was an absolute pleasure talking to you and hearing about everything you're doing. I can't wait to meet you in person. Um, hopefully in the next couple of weeks we can make that happen when you're back here at home in the Boston area Um, if you're in the Nashville area check out Taylor if you're in our area out here in New England check out Taylor when she comes to town um, when she plays shows around here you definitely don't want to miss her she's such a talent and such a such a such a force to be reckoned with Um, it's definitely not somebody you want to sleep on and miss the opportunity for because you never know man she could she could blow up tomorrow and you'd miss her and blow up career-wise um and miss her and you don't want to do that so taylor thank you again thank you everybody for following us on instagram facebook twitter tiktok everything that goes with it um like i said before we're going to start doing whiskey reviews in season two very much looking forward to that. Um, I have about four on deck, maybe even five. Get some calls out to some other places. Um, I don't want to 
if you're paying attention to Instagram and TikTok, you know what the first three or four are going to be. Um, so stay tuned. Um, until next time, guys, again, thank you all so much. I hope you all had a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving. And for our Hanukkah friends, hopefully your Hanukkah has been great. Um, until next time, keep those boots on the ground, the whiskey in the glass. Cheers, everyone. Good night.